And you see, that joke, that inside joke, is only for us. Because I cut that out every time. But for the benefit of the jury, for the road, I was going to have one for VAR, but then that's sporting reference that no one will understand who's not a football fan. Yeah. You know sports go way past my face. Mm. The virtual assistant referee. Well, it's uh, now actually it'll be the video game assistant referee. For all those fighting game tournaments, they need VAR for that. Mm. So, that's not the, true, D. I got, the, I got the weird image of the thing that my dad likes for, for rugby. With the bot, when it just goes to the square thing. Go to the square thing. Yeah, yeah, the... Can't do this for the benefit of the for the benefit of the podcast. I'm uh, doing a TV or screen shape with my index fingers, drawing a video screen. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, let's get this podcast started. Yeah, let's do it. This let's is get the, it started, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the video gaming podcast from the Immaterial Gamers. Now, this is the Immaterial Gamers podcast, episode fifty-seven. You're the one counting, not me. <laughs> I believe me. Okay. You believe you? That's good enough for me. I believe yeah. you too. Okay, fair enough. My name is Ryan, and I will be your guide through the next uh, forty-five minutes to an hour. Of unless you unless you dip out stuff. early, I mean, it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up to forty-five minutes. Yeah. Unless Usually you watch it again. I mean, fuck. I don't. Who knows? We have no real control over how you spend your time. Yeah. That's what we're trying to illustrate. Yeah, you can watch this or listen to this podcast as much or as little as you want. We prefer more. Yes, we need need more watch time. All hail Hypnotoad. (laughs) Okay, that voice that you're hearing there is D. Hey. And the the other voice you've heard, the uh, Canadian voice, the smooth radio Canadian voice, Duncan. Woo. I'm a little less smooth than normal today. I'm a little on the sick side. Oh, hey, it's all right. It could be Darius. Apparently, mm. bad I think, I think it was the cornbread I ate last night. I'm never eating cornbread again. I oh. love it so much, but it always betrays me. <laughs> always. So that's a, it's a problem. It's like it's like Martin who likes paprika spice, but always comes out in a rash every time. It's but, always the case of seeing when it's, it's worth it. Bread. Yes. Yeah, exactly the same Fucking thing. garlic bread. You love it, but you break out in a rash every time. Yep. A nice itchy fiery rash. Yep. It always brings it down to, is it worth it? Uh, on this podcast, we take turns eating things we're allergic to and seeing which one of us dies first. Well, ah, well uh, currently next on the block would be Steve, so we need to find something for him, right? But no, um, the other thing... You'll die first, Duncan, then I'll be crippled shortly after with the dairy. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely the dairy from the cornbread. I'm pretty sure that's what's going on there. Yeah. See, I don't have the allergic reactions to food. I have it to lavender. I like lavender. lavender. One of my favorite smells. I break out into stabby, it's almost like hundreds of stabby needles in the back. Mm. sort of hive if I even touch lavender. It's fun. You wouldn't like to be up my Sounds like then. it. Yeah. Has a giant lavender plant. Yeah. Can't go anywhere near. It's currently a lavender scented fly box <laughs> around. I can't touch it. Yep. Found this out when having surf washing up powder um, oh. washed it all, all the clothes and then I put my shirt on. And or I put a shirt on and it was agony. If you ever need to keep Ryan out of your house, it's like uh, it's like how instead of hanging garlic over your door for vampires, you just hang like lavender. Yeah, yeah. But it's even it's even better. You just uh, you know it's like that. You know I can't step through the front door unless you invite me to the house. It's it's just I won't even bother traveling to your house if you don't invite me. It's just, if I invite you to stay at my house right now, will you come? Um, well, I'd like to. Right, you're invited. Shit. Uh, right. What do I need? Back a suitcase. <laughs> passport. I need to. I need to actually get a passport. Um. 
I'll need to do the interview with the Home Office, where they'll ask me questions only I know. Um, That's how they do that nowadays. It's like they'll ask about your parents' history. They'll ask about your next door neighbor's name. Mm. You know yeah. what are the career paths of people that you are in your close circle? Do you know your counter signatory? Yeah. You know all that just to make sure that you're not like a spy. If train A leaves the station at six, traveling at sixty miles per hour at three o'clock, and a car and leaves she... the the car park at four o'clock, traveling eighty miles an hour. What it's speeding? Career... You have to arrest that car. Yeah, yeah, you have to arrest that car. But do you know the driver? Because they're your next door neighbor. Who are they? Do you know anyone in your neighborhood who regularly speeds? Well, it's it's weird at the moment because for me, I would answer because the the one of the questions they asked someone at one point was, "Who is the name of your neighbor? One door to the left of you and one door to the right." And I can say, "Well, I don't know who lives one door to the right of me because I just don't know who they are." Downstairs, I know my downstairs neighbour, and to the left, I used to know who lived there, but they've moved on, shuffled off the mortal coil, and been replaced by a married couple. Sorry, I mean, uh, replaced. That sounds like a wrong sentence to say with that. Uh, if you use the word replaced to describe your neighbour when you're being asked about, you know, these kinds of security questions when you try to leave the country, you might not be allowed out. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm already on, like, well, what do you mean, due to this podcast, I'm already on two countries' watch lists, aren't I? And we all are. At least. China. Yeah, China. I've already completely el- eliminated myself for the running for Prime Minister, even though I'd probably do a better job than anyone running right now. Oh, yep. The reason I would... And the reason I would do it better is because I, I would just hire a bunch of people who are just not interested in politics to do my work for me, and I would just be like, just smile away. If it's just like, I'm not doing anything wrong, it's someone else's right. fault. So you'd be the penguins from Madagascar? Just smile yeah. and wave, boys. Just smile and wave. Yeah. Well, it's also it's the whole plausible, di- plausible, plausible deniability. deniability. That's the one. Yeah. Plausible deniability. Like politically neutral advisors just run the country for me. Mm. I'll, uh, the... you know, I'll give some speeches. You know, hug a baby. Yeah. Don't hug the baby. That might hurt them. Uh, we, we Shake had, the baby's hand. We had the hug a hoodie campaign. Oh, that freaked Paul out. That was funny. Uh, yeah, we had Prime Minister David Hamron um, was in Manchester. He was in, particularly, he was in a place called Benchill, which is in the south of Manchester, not far away from where we're based, most of us. And uh, yeah, I'm on he, the met the, he met the local chavs and tried to engage in political dialogue. Who's this fucker? What's a Tory? Are they like a City fan? But no. What's well, worse? You know, we bar- we actually uh, we borrow the name Tory to describe uh, the conservatives in uh, Canada. That's what we call them. We call them Tories. Huh. Don't know why. It has no. It has no like uh, local meaning. I I think it's just because you know, being a Commonwealth country, we just we just borrow some of your stuff. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense. But I did I did see, and you know, it's not you know, we don't want to like do political, mainly political stuff in here. I mean. I have political opinions, and you know, give me any time of day, and I'll express them. But it was funny yeah. last week. I was in the middle of Manchester, and there were pride was going on, but there were a bunch of people. It turns out there was also a Labour conference going on at the same time, and there was a whole bunch Why? of girls walking around with "I've never kissed a Tory" t-shirts, based off something. But uh, yeah. Currently, uh, Manchester's now home to another protest. Well, I don't say protest, because Pride's not a protest. It's a celebration of expression. Mm. Uh, but um, it's the Extinction Rebellion. The climate change people are out again. Woo! Yeah, blocking up Deansgate. So all those clubbers, they'll just have to deal with people sat on bales of hay. But, uh, right. So, all right, London has also got the Stop the Coup event going on this weekend. Just to just to go on the idea that we're recording on a Saturday now, which is a, a weird thing, and and be, just to, just to go on that because of that, I've not got news set up. I'm gonna try and see if we can figure out an alternate way of doing news at some point. It's just that by the time that it comes out on a Tuesday, it, the news is gonna be four days old. So that it, may be it stops it stops being news and just becomes information. Yeah. Basically, maybe we could sit there and offer our opinions on it, but they're they're um, cold takes, not even lukewarm like we normally do. But 
with that, that gives us the ability to take something that was a piece of news, though, and do more games of the oddest, or, as we're going to be doing later on, another big question. The immaterial mm-hmm. question, if you will. So The immaterial question. Oh, very fun. Yep. So, based on that, we're going to move on. We are going to go to what's been played. Yeah, boy. Um, um, yeah. What's been played? D. Well, yesterday uh, I got dental of Jalfin and went through that. You got what? Sorry, you cut out there. The game genital jousting. Oh, genital, genital jousting. jousting. Oh boy. Oh, uh, there's there. You want to say demonetized? It was just a weird game. Of course it is. All devolver games are weird. But no, the other one I've been playing recently is been being going through Borderlands all over again. Ah, which one are you currently in the middle of now? Borderlands, the first one. Oh, you're gone, still in the first one. I went through the second. I'm on the second playthrough. Ah, okay. I'm trying to get through the playthroughs. How's that holding out these days? I enjoy playthrough one, up. but as you get into playthrough two, you just can't be bothered anymore. But it's still mm. good. I think I've always uh, maintained that uh, two is better, but uh, the like prologue of two can be a bit of a slog. It's like this is like enough of the ice. Let me just go like, somewhere else. Well, basically, you got Tiny Tina and Talk into what they makes... i'd say they make that game so that came in the way that scooter makes the first one made the yeah makes the first uh, makes the first one and it's a Get shame that mike and humans uh Catch shame that mike and humans finished that and you got scooter and zed and ned and stuff yeah but, uh, uh, i just like the way the i do like the way the clips work in when the bosses arrive or you meet new people uh it's mm. like i think it's like nine toes he doesn't like you well, that's, that's a big thing, because a lot of media now has taken that style of introducing characters from Borderlands. By the way, this person doesn't like you. It's like, okay. Hey, I mean, Borderlands was, Borderlands was a big trendsetter in a lot of ways. Well, yeah. 3 is coming out soon, isn't it? 3 is due out in the middle of September. On consoles and the Epic Store. Um, I... I, I don't want to get it on Epic because I've already got the collection on board on the Steam. I mean, to be honest, there's there's ways that it gets done. I don't know whether I'm going to pick it up straight away because it's a busy gaming thing. And to be honest, I don't want to be playing Borderlands until there's a group of us. Because mm. that is it, inherently Borderlands has always been best played with a full party. Oh yeah, um, it's better. It's okay on your own, but. With the team, it's a lot better because the loot's mm. better and you can have a bit more fun. Except for yeah. when Matt was playing Claptrap. That was irritating. The one thing about playing in a group, uh, I definitely have a lower completion rate with uh, groups than with... Mm. Uh, it's, like, it's like when I was in general, that's armory. You just can't loot in time. When you've got four mm. of you, you can actually make a dent into the damn thing. Yeah. Oh my god, just just as, while we're doing this, I'm just watching an advert on uh, BT Sport at the moment, which is um, all the cutscenes from WoW in reverse to pr- promote um, WoW Classic. That's what you've been playing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but we'll come back to we'll come back to that the WoW Classic in a minute because yeah, we were saying sort of low completion rate with with Borderlands as a party. I, there are bits that can stall progress on that. Hmm. Overly eager loot ninjas is a main one. And then there's the... I don't... I, li- I like to earn my own weapons, not sit there and have to beg to the hand-me-down gods. Hmm. But no, I like... Um, when you play on your own, though, you can... Basically, you can explore and stuff and you don't get as... It's like when we were... It's like... Every time we've tried to level, like on WoW and stuff, it fell apart after a little while. Mm. Yeah, it's because it's it's weird because each because even Everyone though they make a whole thing stuff. in the story, even though they make a whole thing in the story about you being a group of vault hunters, mm. quest progress in that game is done on an individual level. Yeah, so I uh, some people are lagging behind and some people are way ahead, mm. and depending on the class, like the first one, if you're not playing Siren, not Siren, the Phoenix. 
thing. Phoenix Lady's OP. The rest of them are kind of blase. Mm, I don't consider any of them massively OP. At the end the, of the uh, day, the commando yeah. guy gets has that one ability that lets you regenerate ammo, which is yeah. pretty baller for especially well, for a single player playthrough. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to Borderlands Three though on that because there is going to be yet another siren, mm. but she does phase grabs instead. She basically like spawns some like Hindu god style phase arms oh, okay. that punch and grab shit. Um, you've got a sort of a sort of like an engineer, like mechy dude. You've got a another scouty hunter, and then you've got a a character who doesn't gain any skill points herself because she's a shooter and she has a mech oh. as a companion character. So you don't do skill trees; you do hard points instead. So you upgrade the mech, and that upgrades your character. It's like the second one with the Baroness. Mm. Oh, that's it. One of them's a Beastmaster as well. So he's got. So he has three skill trees, but then he can grab some pets, or he has like a set of pets, and they have their skill trees as well. So it's basically the hunter. Yeah, but um, it's different at least. The second one twist with the claptrap and the Baroness. Because the claptrap was just irritating as fuck, but it was a support. Because you don't know what you're going to get wasn't from. in the second one. Oh, it's a pre-sequel. That's not the... I don't count that as the second one. It's the third game that came out. Uh, it's one of them. The Claptrap was the one that was the wild card for that game. And the Baroness mm. was two. Because she contracts you and stuff. She signs up... Mate, you get contracts and you get bonuses with who's ever attached to the Baroness. And they become master and slave, effectively. It's like, sign my contract. I don't want to. Sign the contract. Got some BDSM shit going on over here. It was about the mech, the mechromancer. <laughs> mechromancer. She was, she was that's, great. Mainly that's what I did her. as my solo playthrough through uh, two. Yeah, she was she was cool. I, I mean, yeah, I kind of like the character design of her. I don't know what it is like, sort of bionics and stuff like that, but you know, it makes me feel like I will really enjoy Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven when it comes out. And that's that more than just because Keanu motherfucking Reeves is in it. But, uh, yeah. It's nice, nice to see you've been on the Borderlands trail. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll look forward to six months' time when you buy it on Steam. Probably. Meanwhile, we'll be doing uh, play sessions with it because you can't miss the hype train. No. No. We'll have to sort that out. Um, we'll get that sorted because I think Steph's got the idea of how we record that. And we, we, we're getting everything set up, so. And you'll be able to catch a ride. No, it won't be. We won't be catching a ride because it's uh, Ellie now, isn't it? If um, the last expansion to the last DLC to Borderlands Two is anything to it's uh, to go by, Scooter's dead. Um, yeah, it's blammo. So yeah. is it the fat they exploded. Yeah, because what seems to have happened is between Borderlands Two and Borderlands Three, Tales of the Borderlands happened, and Scooter oh. is in that. And he does a heroic sacrifice. It's not really a heroic sacrifice. He gets his arm caught in a rocket. I, I actually I like Moxie overall. She's nah. a consistently better cat. She you consistently learn bits about her. Nah, not enough. Uh. She's an exposition character. Not much more. I do like the uh, her intro for the first one though. I had a new toy, then I broke it. Yeah, but eh, I, I still I'm trying to think. My favorite favorite character is just Tiny Tina, or as she'll be in Borderlands Three, just Tina. Oh, okay, she's she's getting a character. Uh, oh, it's go- yeah, it's like it's about the the moving time forward from from this, and you're not going to be on just Pandora. Mm. You're scouring the galaxy and finding that everywhere in the world's fucked. Okay. So you're not oh, everywhere Pandora, in the galaxy. Pandora systems. No, because like you had to. Um, oh god, I think it's, it's going to end up to like Atlas's planet, which is just a giant corporation city. Mm. Coruscant. Yeah, basically. Spaceballs. <laughs> planet spaceball. They've run out of air. So no, they have to suck the air off of Pandora. Eh, all the corporations are dicks. 
In fact, the last DLC for Borderlands, the one that they just brought out like a month and a half ago, Dahl is proven to be... It was, well, it's confirmed that they were massive dicks. It was always gone, done through the first two games that they thought the Dahl were in over their heads as a company when they all settled on Pandora in the first place. The DLC confirms, no, they found something, they didn't like it, they abandoned everyone and left them to die. There was malice in what they did. It wasn't just... Is there any of the major companies that we haven't seen yet? Because Dr. Ned's was Jacob's. No, Jacob's was just more military stuff, wasn't it? it was like, no, but the there Jacob's... was like a frontier stuff. Him yeah. and... What's his name? Gun salesman. Marcus? That's the one. They were sort of basic Jacob's people. Yeah. Didn't really have much in terms of them. But Atlas ended up being very military, didn't they? Because that was the armory, wasn't it's it? It's also... No, General Knox. Actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah Atlas it was Atlas. Was, the, was Atlas with and General Knox. And then Dahl is there. Hyperion was basically... Think about that, that spanned over three games. Well, Hyperion's the space station. Well, no, I, it's more than just the space station, but no, I'm saying it, Hyperion stretched over three games. They were the mm. entire plot point to Borderlands... One and two, two and the pre-sequel, and they were significant in Tales of the Borderlands. It's canon. Hmm. It's so sort it's... of there with Gearbox. It's it's canon. But yeah, you got so it's yeah now we've got a bit of Dahl now. Hmm. They're the main. Pretty... They're yeah, sort of the main, main ones. Public. All the other ones seem to have folded, if I remember right. Uh, well, Talk has become bigger because Talk isn't dead yet, or whatever. Uh, he's a mouthpiece, but uh, right, but that's that. Well, yeah, so Borderlands has been talked about, Duncan. Yep, ah, I forgot I was here, I was and alive. Um, <laughs> so yeah, other than playing a whole lot of uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I've been Yo, recording, you've been playing the hell out of that with what you've told me that you've uh, recorded yeah, for better together. We've now recorded, yes, Better Together, our brand new premiere show. Plug. Plug. Uh, we've recorded nine episodes of that now. Oh, God, you, you told me yesterday there'll was be, eight. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we recorded another one later that day. Is that going to be you and your sister again? Or is that you and someone else? Me and my sister, yeah. 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 But they're playing cooperatively instead of competitively. Ooh. Hence, yeah, we, Better Together. We basically play like a hot seat type of deal where like we alternate. Every episode, who's playing? See, I, I get the feeling as well. It better together also works in those sort of games like that, sort of single playerish games that you have fun playing with others. I like it's it's like with uh, there's a game I played where we switched. There's you know like uh, a bit like Donk and Rumper. I don't really Rumper, enjoy the day to day thing, but I enjoyed the night combat. So we've, I've done that before with someone. Someone's took, but I think it was Catherine. I did the sheep levels. They did the dating bit levels, like social oh, interaction. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that that that's a that's a good example. I mean, that even works into some things like um, my one on that. Before we get to continue, what Dunk's like, because it's a bit of a distraction. The Tales games storyline can be played by one person. The combat, get your mates around. They can oh. all play the combat, and to be honest, in some of them games, it was almost necessary. Symphonia, there was no way you could beat the boss with the, with the AI as they yeah, were. But so, that, anyway. Yeah, but uh, Symphonia's where I played Rain, I think. Mm. Yeah. You like um, just doing the healing stuff. Yeah, I was the healer. Martin was Genus. Right. As we were saying, Duncan, you were saying. But yeah, um, I mean. I mean, we've been. Yeah, I'm not going to go too much into Fire Emblem Thrones because, you know, I mean, the PlayStation's coming out. It'll. All will be revealed as, as it goes on. We've, we've been enjoying the game a lot. It's like every day my sister's like, do you want to play? 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 I'm just like, and usually I say yes, but sometimes I'll be like, I kind of want to take a break. Mm. Well, at least you get to spend time with your sister as well. Yeah, no, it's fun. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying playing the game through her, with her. But I'm playing another game that I want to talk more about. Uh, okay. Um, I'm playing a game, a browser game called... Uh, Hold on, let me... Pokemon Showdown. That's the one. Pokemon Showdown. 
So yeah, Pokemon Showdown is a browser-based uh, game, free to play, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Uh, and it's basically just a Pokemon battle simulator. Oh. You just uh, you can either you can either play random battles against random opponents. You can uh, you know have you know you can do random battles against people that you know, or you can set up your own team. You know, select the Pokemon that you want, the format that you're going to play in, set up their abilities, their items, EVs, everything, mm-hmm. ground up. Okay. And, uh, and, and yeah, that's... It makes it sound like Mugen. I don't know what that is. Mugen, I think, I might have got this right, but there's, there's one that's basically it's a fighting game where you can just insert any fighting game characters. And just put them into into yeah a simulation. They auto play, and you can wow. then do little brackets and stuff. You know who would win in a fight between these fighting game characters. Hmm. Generally, it's usually a DBZ character that wins because DBZ characters are okay. Largely, if, if if it isn't if it isn't a DBZ character versus Devil Jin, something's hmm. usually gone wrong. But no, is it? Um... But yeah, I mean, it is actually you would do actually like play, like it okay. plays like a Pokemon game. It's just that you can plug in all the variables. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, it's a game that has a very temporary life because Nintendo will annihilate it sooner or later. Yeah, because they're very uh, particular about those kinds of things. Yeah, play it while you can. Yeah, but uh, it, it's fun. I have a perfect record against her. I've had well, we've we've done several different like themes and gimmicks. One mm. game was just like, you know, pick your ideal team from any generation. I beat her with that. Uh, I made a team of dog Pokemon. And I beat her team of bird Pokemon with it. Yep. Uh, I got a fat me. team of all just like fat Pokemon. Snorlax. 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 Right. Waylord. Uh, Hariyama. Other stuff too. I can't remember them all. Good choices. Hmm. I still find it funny how um, Snorlax and Munchlax works. Munchlax eats more than Snorlax, but it's tiny. Well, you know, it's a baby. You know, it's it's <laughs> got to eat lots to grow. Yeah, it's got it's. I mean, it's got to go from Munchlax to Snorlax. I mean, it's got a lot of growing to do. Yeah, you're a big burp, boy. Burp, 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 burp. <laughs> it's like imagine just being like 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 indoors, like like in your house when a Munchlax starts evolving. <laughs> Shit. It's like it starts, it starts like shining. It's like, oh shit, 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 shit! Outside, outside! Oh god! Down and B, down and B. Crunch. Just Pokeball. House. Please go in Can- the Pokeball. Cancel evolution. Cancel evolution. Da, Please go in da, Pokeball. Da. Your Munchlax yeah. evolved into a house wrecker. <laughs> oh, maybe wrecking ball lax. Maybe, maybe there. There you go. I came in like a wrecking lax. <laughs> Oh God! It turns, and you'd lose a floor. <laughs> and maybe your and maybe your mom too. No, so gut just punts her in the face. Is like I right oh, through God. the fridge. God, that'd be the worst JRPG start ever. You know, as a usual, you know, your happy town at the beginning that usually catches on fire when the big bad guys, you know, destroy mm. you. Like it's a Titan or something. Yeah, yeah, just imagine if you were just you went out to go and get some fish, and you came back to find a Snorlax. Had destroyed your house and your mum. To be honest, that was a brutal it's... thing on Attack on Titan. Snorlax. Yeah, Generation 9 of Pokemon is going to be like a dark comedy. <laughs> your starter Pokemon is, is a Munchlax, but it begins in disaster. Oh god, I'm just thinking, if you mixed Pokemon with some of like, what we did in the shadows, oh, it's just a mockumentary. about... <laughs> This is like about the elite four living together in house, waiting for a champion to arrive. Hi, I'm Blaine. I'm the I'm the elder statesman of the uh, of the elite four, and you know these these you know rambunctious idiots just keep scaring all the champions away. I mean, what is the point of having an eight badge system if you're gonna sit there and taunt them? I mean, what's the point? You might as well just not give them the badges. You might as well get them to knock on the door and just go, hello. I'm here to challenge you. Sorry, Duncan. I di- I digressed. But yeah, it's uh, it's been fun. I've I've also been playing just like random matches against random people online, which 
basically just give it signs you a random team with abilities and items and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure that there have some like behind the scenes parameters of like you know it has to be you know there's got to be you know it picks you like the best moves that you can have for that team. Yeah. Uh, you know, generally the teams are fairly diverse, but sometimes you get a little bit stacked against you know sometimes four of your Pokemon are weak against ground, and that's just your luck. And uh, if you make an if you sign up for an account, which takes like thirty seconds, they don't even ask, they don't even verify your email address or anything. They literally just put an account and username and, and password. That's it. Uh, Imagine well, having a full team of um, Magic cards with with fail or flail, whatever the fuck it's called. Splash. There are certain there are certain <laughs> parameters where uh, like like in most formats, you can only have one of each type of Pokemon. But yeah, you just have a team full of fucking magic cards. It's like, god damn it. Yeah, and then like the last Pokemon as a plot twist is just like Rayquaza. <laughs> it's just like, you thought it was going to be another magic card, but it was I, Rayquaza. <laughs> uh... But, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I, got, I got derailed there a little bit. Um, Sorry. I literally don't remember what I was saying. Parameters facing randoms. Right, uh, Sorry. right. Uh, the, the, yeah. I've, so I signed up for an account, uh, and I've just been. And it'll track your, um, it'll track like your, your rank, like your matchmaking score, whether you, depending on whether you win or lose. Mm. So, you know, I've been playing some, uh, lightly ranked random matches over the last couple of days and it's been fun. Good. Been a lot of fun. I'll uh, enjoy it while it lasts. What you been playing, man? <laughs> playing, experiencing, reminiscing, okay. wondering. Wow, classic! Uh, oh, dying, dying inside may have may may have happened a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, this week Blizzard eventually opened up the WoW Classic service. So as for anyone who doesn't know, that was WoW before they did any expansions. Vanilla WoW, just plain yeah. old vanilla WoW before Burning Crusade, before Fleet Iron. Yeah, b- before reduce. Yeah, so before reduced levels, requirements for getting mounts. Before faction-based tapping mobs, before quest mobs were actually something people could do as a thing, before, yeah, before any of that, and before decent-based service as well. Um, so yeah, the first couple of days were spent waiting an hour and a half in queues. Which yeah, was... yeah, you posted that earlier. I saw that as a post. I was like, really? Yeah. Oh, I posted it all over Twitter as well. But no, um, people have been moaning for a while that we should go back to vanilla. So finally, it's finally been. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Blizzard went and said, "Here you go. Be careful what you wish for." Yes, yeah, vanilla. Because to mean, be honest, it is broke. They they did break this after like especially Northwind and above. It was just broken. I would never say it was broken. It was actually improved. Accessibility mm. is bigger than it's ever been on that game. That's the problem. People always want in this hardcore experience. They want they want the game that they feel, you know. Oh, I want everyone to join this game where I feel I'm the best. Well, yeah. I mean, I so want I want enjoy. I want to play a game I can actually complete. That being said, I do like the fact that I've got all the new the all the old moves back. I actually preferred that. Mm. It was a bit. It's a bit of a problem with my warrior in retail modern WoW now. Battle for Azeroth. That my entire skill set is down to like four moves. You can't even type. Uh, what was it? You can't even really be a Titan Grip anymore. Because you like being Titan Grip for it. No, that's that's not a problem, right? None of the like, so the old stuff. My problem was that there was in Battle for Azeroth, I could be a dual, you know, a two-handed dual wielding warrior just by default. But my combat style literally went to four moves. Oh, we need to thingy. Yeah, we need to speed we, things up a bit. We will get there. But, yeah. It was like literally down to cast attack. Okay, if I crit with attack, I can enrage. When I enrage, I could do this and it might proc enrage again. I could whirlwind and deal a couple of other attacks. But it was down to about five moves. There's a lot more situations in Classic WoW with the amount of moves that you've got that you could... It's very situ. It, like in the older patches, it was very situational, even for the mage and stuff. But I, yeah, yeah but it, I liked that. I liked situational. 
there, there of, can be a point where where it was too accessible. Like the hunt hard, you just roll your face across the keyboard and win. At this, yeah. at this point. Yeah, but that was yeah, that's the point. It was too accessible. But I mean, it's going to take the the nostalgia hit is still there at the moment. It's starting to widen out a little bit. People are dropping off. They've they've had their, you know, their point where they've realised it's well, it's not it's the the rose tinted glasses are well and truly shattered. Yeah, well, it was, to be honest, it actually wouldn't be might that actually might be a thing that I might try at some point because I give up on WoW. It's something to try. I mean, it's bundled in with a normal WoW subscription. You're not paying any more for it. Mm, so I don't have a WoW subscription at the moment. Yeah. I would just, I just 30, fully maybe give buy up. thirty days and see what it's like. Uh, if I do come back to World on my main, I'm gonna be doing Pathfinder Part Two. Meh, Pathfinder's Pathfinder. That's the only thing that I would come back for is to do Pathfinder and then play Vanilla. Well, well I hope you like Limited Reputation dailies because that's what it is at the moment. Well, I know, probably. So, but yeah, I'll be still sticking there, and my. It's nearly getting to the point where I could finally script what I'm currently codenaming The Misadventures of Generico. That is. So that'll be... I'll start to get that recorded soon. I mean, I guess at that point, if you do turn up, I could probably do with some more of a B camera. So, mm. we'll, so we'll see how things go. But anyway, we've gone through what's been played. We're going to get moving because we've got so limited time left. That way question you got? Yeah, the, the the weird question, yes. Right, so yeah, so it is the immaterial big question. So, I've mentioned this to, to Dee and Duncan, so they should have had more than enough time to get an idea of what they're doing now. Because now, we've definitely is... been thinking about that and not what we've been talking about this whole time. Yeah, I've been... Oh, that's, that's a yeah. shame. I mean, I've been thinking in my head, I'm still having trouble, but... Based on something I put in the Discord, I love the Yakuza games, and them, yeah. They're, yeah, they're all brawler games. I've explained about it before. Go check previous podcasts; they're, mm. they're there. But Sega announced this week that, or last week, that they are going to do a new Yakuza game. They're dropping the seven off it. It's not going to be Yakuza Seven. It's most likely going to be called Yakuza. Like a Dragon, and is going to be a massive departure from the series, because one, it's going to be set in an entirely new city. It's not going to be in Camarocho, which it's been for seven, eight games in their games and spin-off series, nine, an amount. But it's also going to be a turn-based RPG-like, making it such a different type of game from previous games Mm. of that series. So the big question is, if you could take a franchise that you love now and mix it with a genre of game that you also love and meld them together, what would it be? Um, D. Well, I like sandbox RPGs and stuff. Um, so like the open world, but there's actually a limit to the. It doesn't just go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I like that mechanic. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, you can just. It's a bit open world, so you can do what you want, but you don't have to do it in any particular order. Hmm. Um. So that's the mechanic, and I like. Now I need to think of a genre, don't I? Well, no. You've you've said sandbox RPG. That's your genre. Okay. You need to um, think of a game series. To mix them two together, and a game series that is not already a sandbox RPG, because that would uh, that would um, remove the point. Yeah. Um. Right. While you're thinking on that, then. Duncan. Yeah. Uh. So I actually have three answers for this. As the you know, as the guy who's in a rush, I, I actually have three <laughs> good answers for this. Okay. Um. So, uh, this game, this franchise doesn't have uh really. Like a game it doesn't have a lot of games. It has one game in it, so this is kind of cheating a little bit. Mm. Uh, I've always thought it'd be kind of cool to throw in like a Ruby MOBA. Oh, it's a good, 
it's a good genre fit for a good uh, franchise fit. Yeah, uh, I just I think I like it would Ruby. work really well. Yeah, no, that 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 sounds cool. I mean, Ruby Ruby stuff really at that point is um sort of either being hack and slashes mm. or that one like <laughs> uh not Candy Crush, you know what I mean? The the Clash games, the ones where it was just like it was almost like lane defense. Yeah, that uh, it was a tower defense, a hero tower defense game. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I thought I think that would be fun. You know, Ruby Vital Festival or you know something like that. Whatever. Nice. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. But and then uh, you could you could have that in various modes to basically be like the so the vital tournament in that one thing because that was like what was it? it was it was four person teams and then there was a two person team and then it was a solo fight. Mm-hmm. So you, you could have those 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 different ways of doing stuff. Yeah, and uh, you know you can go with you know the the pre built teams, or you can uh, mix it up and play whatever characters you like. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could also uh, play with the um, team compositions. So like uh, instead of just having like Team Ruby, Team Juniper, Team Coffee, or whatever, you could yeah, you could just mix them up. Mm. It'd yeah, be like a proper MOBA. Yeah, that's what Duncan was saying. Yeah, it's like a proper MOBA at that point. I mean, it's like, think of it this way. League of Legends already has those factions in place, but you can choose a team from any character or yeah. any champion from that pool. So, yeah. Okay, cool. So have you got, have so you got your game one. yet, D? Um, I'm trying to think. I... See, Borderlands has already got the mechanics. Because I like Borderlands is already an open world thing, so that's not helping. Um, yeah, but you also said you had a sandbox RPG. I mean, um, I guess it's a first-person shooter RPG hybrid, but... Yeah, it, it, see, it's got... The reason why I like Borderlands is the fact that it's part sandbox, part looter, part RPG. Mm. Um, so, I'm trying to think. There's... Hmm. Right. So, you're still thinking of a name. Let me see if I can think of of one that I was looking at. It, see, it's a shame that this is actually already going to be fulfilled in a in a sense because I like I like the so I I do like the Grand Theft Auto games and see this is a shame because it's already going to be fulfilled because I've just realised this at this point because I was going to say a Grand Theft Auto game that was a roguelike. A roguelike. So you go yeah. How'd that work. I don't know. You, I mean, you could rather than playing as one story character in a in Grand Theft Auto game, you would play. You know, just various upstart criminals looking to get up the career ladder by doing quests and eventually toppling down any corrupt stuff that's in, well, we'll just say Liberty City, just for example. I've realised that that might be a problem now, because of uh, Ubisoft's latest Watch Dogs game that's coming out, Legion, which you play as um, DedSec characters in a futuristic authoritarian London where you get um, where you can hire anyone in the city. You gain their trust and they will join DedSec. And you need as many people as possible because permadeath. If one of them dies, that's it. They're dead. So you move move forward that way. So yeah, I'd go with that. Would you like to hear my other answers? Yeah, go yeah. for it. So as the world's biggest StarCraft fan, or not Star, um, StarCraft, uh, StarCraft is one of my answers. Um, mm. It was the world's biggest Star Fox fan ah. who was uh, becoming more and more paranoid of the possibility of the Star Fox franchise going the way of the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise any year now. <laughs> yep. Oh, we uh, don't talk so, about Zero. Yeah, no. It's already had a bit of a stumbling block. Uh, I would love to see... A, uh, a game take place in the Star Fox universe that, hello, Nintendo, knock, 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 just, by the way, putting this out there, it doesn't need to focus on the original Star Fox team or lore or anything, could just, somewhere in that world, you got a perfectly fine world with lots of planets and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. a Star Fox game uh, that's in, like, an open world space exploration type of game in the oh. format of, like, um, the format Freelancer. of, like, uh, yeah, Freelancer, just like that. Uh, yes, please, Nintendo. I know you don't know about as much, but I mean, if you could, 
Mm. You, you know it would work. Yeah, you know, just be like, you know, make your own little uh, mercenary character. You know, your own little fursona, a la that last Star, that last Sonic game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, have your, you know, have like your single player campaign and then some random side stuff on the, on the side. You know, maybe create a multiplayer element. Obviously create a multiplayer element. I mean, how could you not? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're going to go like freelancer, multiplayer element straight off. Yeah. So I think that would be a fun little toy to play around with. Yes, please. And while we're over here, the producer came in and was looking at uh, the idea of Warframe in the format of GTA. What, what is this? When ninjas go rogue? Uh, Grind right. ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, is the response. Uh, I mean, it could always be going that way with the new war, so you never know. Still can't wait for that new mode to come out, though. That'll get us back into it. I can guarantee it. Where, where you control a spaceship, and it's it's basically Warframe's version of FTL. Mm. Sort of mixes, sort of guns of Icarus's maintaining the ship mechanics, while mm. other players in your party go down onto the ground and do the the missions and you can help out other parties in need apparently new frames out this week or is already out yeah yeah it's just new frames this is always new frames right d have you got that game um go on you, you were so close you want to make a game a sandbox rpg what game would you make make sandbox rpg because that was that was what you you turned around you said you like the sandbox rpg but, I mean, you said an anime RPG. Well, what already exists. There's quite a few, because that, uh, One Piece falls into that already. So what does... About, uh, what about a Ghost in the Shell sandbox RPG? Ghost in the Shell has not had many games out. They've had a, a, a military shooter and an old PlayStation game where you where you uh, drove around in a Tachikoma. Mm, yeah, it would be nice to have a... But it'd be nice to have, like, a... You can choose what and it's um like themes or franchises you could have instead of it just being like well here's the one piece world here's the like um i quite like the way that the crossover things in nintendo's thingy one brawl okay um so you could, but not in the brawl mechanics well brawl is brawl, brawl as a sandbox rpg or uh, smash brothers as an RP, as a smash brothers as an mmo yeah, where you can. Oh God, you, you're not just you're not just bound to one character. You can just have. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Uh huh. Complicated, but you could have different versions of that. So you could have like an anime one. Uh, mm, that like might be making it a bit complicated. Yeah. And that's that's the thing you don't want it. You do you in your ideal thing you don't want the every game, do you? That's that's no. especially you. You don't want the every game. No, because I you sit there and go into like you play Fallout. You go out of the vault and then your brain gets matched yep. with the amount of stuff you can do. So be like... careful on that idea. Yeah, like I don't know. It's I'm not sure. It's there's certain mechanics I like in certain things. Like I like the Lego mechanics. Mm. I do like, uh, but I don't like some of the newer Lego games. I like some of the older ones. The newer ones, there was a mechanic they added in it, it was just horrible. <laughs> Ooh. Ace Attorney as a Darkest Dungeon style simulator. Objection! Adding stress mechanics <laughs> to, to your objections. Right, so, yeah, before we end up going crazy on, on all these, because now, we, now we've opened the floodgates on ideas... Starcraft MMO. Starcraft MMO, there we go, quickly before Don gave you... I know I knew we were missing something. Yeah, but, uh, it's, a, it's a genre I haven't dabbled in in probably a decade, but if I'm going to come back for any MMO ever, make it Starcraft. Yeah. I mean, that's what Codename Titan was supposed to be, and it ended up being... Well, effectively ended up being Overwatch, didn't it? What started off as a Starcraft-style MMO, what, then what? ended up becoming a multi-character... First person shooter MOBA, effectively. Yeah. So, yeah. it's like Blizzard is only allowed one game of of a genre each time. I'm surprised that they're remastering Bloody Warcraft. Mm. But yeah, Warcraft Three's been on the table forever. 
Yeah. 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 Speaking of that, war, ma- uh, war mastering. Mm. But, right. Let's, let's get to the wrap up then. Because. Okay. Time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The usual. Thank you for listening this far. And if you did enjoy what you listened to, please like, share, subscribe, comment, click the bell, discuss. Yeah, do all that. And then keep an eye out for the schedule, starting with the Tuesday where this podcast lives. Mm-hmm. Then then Wednesday is currently blank. But it may be. It may be where the adventures of Generico go. Uh, we've got a TST on Thursday. Yep, we do indeed. War Table uh, Friday. Uh, when when's Trine coming out? Trine is already out. Oh, Trine's out already. Yeah, I have, as as Duncan goes, I can, on a good day, have a shockingly good turnaround. Mm, we did a between Trine. recording and and we did. and uploading. Yeah, if I focus. Did yesterday. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Saturdays is either play sessions, immaterial takes on, or something immaterially different. Depends on who's around, what's around, and what's going on. Sundays. It's supposed to be where sibling rivalry is. We'll see. Yeah. But Mondays is definitely where Better Together is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, boy. Better Together. Yeah. So, um, episode two will already be out, but for the recording's sake... I will be watching that. I see. I love this because generally it's an easy edit for me. Mm. There's just, you know, any any sort of distractiony bits that Duncan does not require in said video, just gets cut, mm. and generally it edits itself. That's good. So basically, I it's me. I just get a sneak preview of of what's coming out. Mm. It, it's great that way. So uh, yeah. So with that. Thank you very much, D. And thank you, Duncan. No problem. Nice to be here. Aye. And until next week, please, for God's sake, don't kill each other. But just sit in logging queues. It's peaceful that way. Yeah, you might kill yourself after a while. Yeah. But uh, at least at least you won't be a danger to the public. Yeah. But calculating time remaining for next podcast, seven days. Positioning queue question mark right we'll see you next week guys Bye. Bye.